0: Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast with me, Jason. And me, Jordan. This is the podcast where two Parenting Tools talk about the relentless beauty and the hilarious chaos of being dads. Okay, good at that. Thank you. What episode are we on
1: now? Seven. Seven. Episode seven. Need to get better at remembering (laughs) what we're on. (laughs) Here we go. how's your? how's the week been? How's the parenting highs and lows? Um,
0: Do you know what? can't think. (laughs) Do you know like when you go to work on a Monday, people are like, how's your weekend? And you're just like, yep, it's been been and gone. It's gone, yeah. Yeah, It's been a weekend. Not a clue. But yeah, I'm going to say it's good. Nothing particularly outrageous has happened. Both kids are intact. That's always good. Yeah. (laughs) There's been no hospital trips. There's been no bandages. No drama. Living life. Yeah. Got a little bit of a daddy issue that i'll pick up on in a bit so you say not 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 too bad but just nothing good either it's just, just... mediocre life <laughs> i'm sure there's been some amazing bits we, we went, went around and saw some friends yesterday who have got three kids they've got a nine-month-old four-year-old and a six-year-old wow and it was carnage wow with our kids with their kids there was one point where their baby was eating bird poo and nervous, had realised, and then oh, it's, no. we're looking at the other kids. Like, what are they doing? And then we look over to the baby, and baby's eating something. We're like, what's she eating? It's it's white. It's, oh. it's, it's good. <laughs> honestly. And then like you look at the baby for a second, and then something's going on that way. We were outnumbered, and it was just it was insane. But it was good. It was good fun. Had a water fight. Everyone. Got oh, lovely. And had ice creams, and the ice cream got everywhere. <laughs> Sounds so, ideal. It was carnage, but it was great. We've, uh, do you know what exactly the same I
1: cannot think what's happened but lots has happened yeah but it still feels just like I can't believe it's a week ago that we recorded the last podcast I know what's happened in your life what unless you didn't do it but you told us you were going to do a camping test run ah uh, yes we did the camping test run yeah and I'm glad we did because two things. Firstly, the tent that we bought, brand new tent, never used it before. The blackout so, tent. Blackout tent. Non-sandproof yeah. blackout Non-sam- tent. Do you know what? It took me a while until listening back on that to realise <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying. Blackout tent blocks out the light. There we go. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a blow up one as well, so it's no tent pegs, just a pump. Gosh. Yep. <clears throat> Hope it's not windy. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of the, the poles, it goes into the little structures. Yeah. Uh, it's quite good, but it's huge. Is it? I, I literally, I didn't realize, I must have bought out like, the biggest tent available. I, I remember walking around the shop going, I just needed to be enough room for, you know, me my wife and my child. Yeah. Like, is, is that gonna be big enough? And it's like, you can fit a family of six in there. Like, really? It's, it's huge. That's better than having one that's too small. A hundred percent. And genuinely, like just took up far too much of the garden than I was anticipating. <laughs> But it was good fun, Uh, Noah helped. She she carried the peg around. How did she sleep? Actually really well. So the start was a bit difficult. Getting her to sleep was hard because she was just so excited.
0: Yeah, She was.
1: As soon as we put the tent up, she was just literally rolling around the floor. If you want to waste an afternoon, put a tent up. She literally just rolled around. (laughs) She loved it. Uh, Kept pretending to be asleep. Um, That was brilliant. Um, So it took us, Noah usually goes to sleep around. Seven, half seven. It was about nine o'clock that M, M finally kind of came in and was like, "Oh, she's asleep." Yeah. And like the tactic we went for is M just sleeping with her on the airbed. Yeah. And then I could just hear because I was sat in the living room, I could just hear her like constantly just jumping on M and M trying as hard as she could <laughs> not to laugh or like. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so nine o'clock wasn't too bad, and she slept right through. Oh, amazing! It was amazing. so what time? Seven. So the blackout works? Your yeah, blackout completely works. Oh, amazing. Worth the investment. Nine like, till is okay. That, that was that was good considering we camping camp- as well. Yeah, you take that um, every night when you're away, right? And like, it doesn't matter what time she goes to sleep, she'll wake up at seven. So Yeah,
0: oh, that's... Well,
1: had we got up to bed earlier, I reckon she would have slept the whole way through. Yeah. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll update you when we actually go for the proper thing. Five nights. I'm not looking forward to the sleep aspect.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but on the whole, like... She loves it. So that was Are that you was
0: feeling price. more confident
1: after the test run? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, just of putting the tent away. <laughs> <laughs> putting the tent away is really That was like the most daunting aspect because like, it comes in a tiny bag. Yeah. And it's like, but all sorted. It's and, like uh, getting toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> it just doesn't, it never goes <laughs> in. <laughs> it just doesn't fit. No. Um, but no, it was good. I would recommend. I would, the key to camping with kids is spend as much money as possible. <laughs> Just let it jump on your wife. Just, just. <laughs>
0: Whilst you're in the line, I had a lovely time. I'm not sure about him. <laughs> oh, amazing! Well, I'm glad it went well. And Joe, you know This is going to sound horrific, and I'm going to sound like a horrible friend, but I hope the actual thing doesn't go as smoothly. <laughs> for the stories, for the good stories, for the bad the stories, yeah. <laughs> well, I saw something the other day. I follow this Twitter account called Fesshole. I don't know if you've come across it before. No. But people send in their random confessions, okay. And they post. I was wondering what that could be then. (laughs) And they post them anonymously. And some of them are brilliant. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them are a bit risky, a bit naughty. And some of them are just, you know, boring. But this one (laughs) caught my attention. Go on. Says this: Me and my partner have just had a baby, and to relieve stress, I have daddy days off, where I dress as if I'm going to work, but take leave from work without telling her. I've had four days off this year. The other day, I went for a couple of beers and fell asleep on the grass in the town. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of things I wanna unpack about this. There's a lot. Like, we've all thought about it. Yeah. I've thought about that, 100%. (laughs) Taking a day off and not telling the wife and just going and having a day to myself. I like the fact that he's done it. Oh, that's brave though. I like the fact he's done it four times. Yeah, that, that. that's a chunk of annual leave. My <laughs> yeah. wife would 100% notice if we go to book a you know, book a day off. I'm like, oh, I've not got that day. She'd, be, she'd 100% be like, you've you're not taken that many days. Go a hol- I've got no holiday yeah. days left. And she'd be asking me, what have you done it on? And, yeah. If I said, I fell asleep on the grass in the town. That's another bit <laughs> that made me laugh. There's a lot of things
1: about this which I, I personally would not be able to deal with the stress of. Like, first of all, like, them finding out the whole yeah. life. That would make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. But also, he's falling asleep, I'm presuming, in the town where they live. Uh Maybe, yeah. So there's a chance that he's going to get found out that way. Yeah. But also, he must find some sort of, like, adrenaline. Rush from it because he gets ready for work. Yeah. That's that's the so elaborate like just plan briefcase. Like surely you just make I oh, dress down there work yeah. or something.
0: Fourth one this year. <laughs> Why well, you know, football term Teams calls. But for me, it's the offseas. I don't know if he's lying to his wife or he's not just telling him telling her. But for me, I would get hundred percent found out when I walk through the door. Yeah. And I guess, have you had a good day? My face would just be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was ter- terrible. Yeah, but not a real good day. I was like, yeah. Why are you asking? Get off my case. <laughs> I'd get hundred percent. I would terrible s- lie. Yeah, me too. I don't. I can't lie, and I don't ever lie. But I would. Um, I would be found out straight so, away. See, this is the things
1: so, like I. The way that our holiday works. So M has to take off holiday for example, the camping trip. Whereas for me, that's work, mm. and so I've got more holiday days left than M does. But she's got like no problem with like I've booked another week off the week after. And, like I don't get any extra duties or anything. It's just I've just booked a week off. A Dream. Ah, yeah, it's amazing. So it's just like that thing of that makes me so uncomfortable. Like it's really funny. It is really. But I'm like
0: I'm like, dying inside just imagining doing it. The comments and the replies are funny. It's like so she's just left at home then to struggle and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And I get it, like. If it's, especially if it's his first. It's, yeah, just had a baby. So I'm guessing it's his first adapting to life as a dad.
1: But that, that shows you how like, relentless it is, though, isn't it? Because like, we've all thought about doing it. To relieve the stress. But even just going a step further, just actually book it in. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to book a day off there because I just
0: need, need a break. I wonder how that conversation... If you're listening, i a very <laughs> slim chance that he's listening. But if you are, please... Let us know how it goes when you, when you tell your wife. Jason, we've got a guest today. Oh, we do. We've got a guest. i very, very excited. excited. I'm very excited. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> very excited about today's guest. So today's guest is a guy called Kelly. But I've known Kelly a few years and he's a great, great guy. He's one of those guys who you speak to and you come away feeling challenged in a positive way. Like if you say, I've always wanted to start a business doing this. He'll say, why not do it? What do you need to get that done, kind of thing. And he's a very inspirational guy, top bloke. Recently had a baby, a few months in. Fresh. Fresh, fresh fresh-faced. Well, maybe not so now.
1: (laughs) Amazing, before we jump into our interview, uh, for those of you who listen, if you enjoy the pod, uh, make sure that you like it and leave a review, uh, but also send in your messages. We would love to hear your stories, your comments. And uh, we've actually had uh, some bum bag love. And uh, <laughs> let me <Bang> define, <laughs> last episode, we talked about how bum bags, ne- they'd, never, they'd never disappeared. They're always in. In your uh, book? In my, in my opinion. In my <laughs> humble opinion on bum bags.
0: I'm, I don't think I've They are a staple
1: them. of dad <laughs> I don't
0: think I've ever worn a bumbag. bag. Really? Missing out. Just a quick action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? I'm open to anything. I'll give it a try. But we've had some bum bag love. So this came from Georgie. said on bum bags. And she's really selling the bum bags here. Oh, a lot of love for it. Says they are reliable and versatile in many ways. Agreed. Fantastic for putting your phone, keys, and sun cream in on holiday. Taking it abroad. Yeah. Worldwide. As well as walking the dog, no pockets. Put your keys, treats, and poo bags in them. Try the dog. (laughs) It's a versatile item,
1: is the bum bag. Uh, I've got to say I completely agree it's but not even just on holiday just around just in life just I mean I don't bag. actually own a bum bag but I want to like I feel like I want to aspire to it you've
0: been advocating for bum bags <laughs> and you've not even got one. I feel like I've got
1: to be a better person before I get one like <laughs> you look not quite good enough to rep the bum bag <laughs> <laughs> let's get to more sensible matters let's uh welcome our
0: guest. here's kelly Sweet,
1: Amazing. Well, hey, Kelly, welcome to the podcast. It's so good to have you with us. Uh, do you want to just uh, take a moment, introduce yourself, tell us what you've got, what's your setup at home, uh, all that <laughs> lovely stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love. Uh, so I have a four-month-old son. Uh, he is literally the light of my life, but uh, he's also uh, a pain in the neck, uh, <laughs> especially when he's got bronchitis. Uh, I, I, I could be messing how I say that up, but uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh, Really good. I honestly, uh, I am blessed to have a a happy baby. Uh, Also, my wife, uh, Jess. So, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: literally
2: our setup. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 evolving.
0: Hopefully uh, not another kid anytime soon. (laughs) So, Kelly, you've got a bit of an accent on the go. Tell us a little bit about where you're from and and what brings you to to this neck of the woods, because you're not from around here, right? no i'm
2: definitely not uh i am originally from fiji uh then grew up in hawaii uh went to school in college in california uh and then uh i got a a job offer here uh in in swansea uh swansea wales so uh i'm a a youth pastor here uh and uh loving it um and it's it's been a it's been a
1: journey uh, a long journey but um absolutely loving it here so Wow! Yeah. So from Hawaii to California to Wales to Wales. What's what's the biggest thing that you miss, and what's the food. greatest thing? Food, food, <laughs>
2: flavor. See, see, I know uh, a lot of uh, your listeners are uh, from the UK. I love a little bit more flavor, but uh, but I miss I miss the food. Uh, definitely. <laughs> flavor, is everything just bland and like yeah. <laughs> beige. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely been a. Uh, uh, I've definitely missed the food um, and family, so yeah. But family, it's, it's good. Yeah. I've I've loved it here so far. Um, so yeah. It's what, been would great. You, what
1: would you say is the, the best thing about Wales? Best thing about Wales? Ooh, <laughs> it, it, there's a long <laughs> list. Put
2: you on the spot. There, there's there's <laughs> so a long list. list. Good, yeah, good yeah, 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 yeah. I I really got to pick which one to choose first. Uh, no, I'd say definitely uh, so far has been community. Uh, oh, has been the people. Yeah. Uh, I've loved um, a brown guy coming into a a predominantly white uh, nation uh, has been, um, was a concern for myself coming in, uh, but I haven't experienced anything uh, negative, uh, and I've loved the people, Uh, absolutely. They're probably the nicest people I've ever met. Uh, Just everyone says hi to you, everyone says good morning, taking out the trash uh, at night, and then a guy walks by with their dog. Uh, and just starts up a conversation it's it's great. I love it. so how yeah. have you
0: dealt with the accent i've
2: they've, they've had I've had some moments where I've had to like do a double triple take of trying to hear <laughs> what they're trying to say uh, and uh but overall it it hasn't been too bad. It hasn't been too too bad, so
1: it yeah. must it must get awkward after you've you've not heard it for the third time you can't you can't again go i just I just didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah, they just get annoyed.
2: <laughs> as would I, as would you, <laughs> like, are you even listening? So yeah, but it's, it's been great. Um, uh, obviously there's, there's just, um, there's just been, uh, when you go to a new, new, um, cause I lived in, uh, actually lived in Long Eaton for about six, seven months. Uh, and that was a bit of a culture shock. So then knowing what to expect, but then also having in a very different aspect, um, uh, has also been a, a culture shock. So uh, it's just adjusting to things.
0: Um, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. So from Fiji to Hawaii, California, and then you stopped off Long Eaton in Nottingham, then to <laughs> Wales. You're just peaking. You're going up and up a level. <laughs> <laughs> so you've you've just had obviously quite a big change in moving to, to Wales, completely different culture. And mm-hmm. then you've brought in uh, a baby into the mix. How has that changed? What's been the biggest change for you with, fatherhood i mean i think
2: i'm sure everyone says this uh uh when they come on and it's you can't really prepare there's there's not a lot uh that can that can prepare you for waking up at uh two o'clock in the morning and then putting straight to sleep and then trying to sleep and then waking up again another hour and then uh it's it's just been honestly uh if anything, it's shown a little bit more inner strength that I, uh, I didn't know I had, uh, but at the same time is it showed a lot of weaknesses, uh, a lot of uh, impatience. Uh, I've just been holding a crying baby that I met uh, four hours ago uh, and and now trying not to get upset um, at why he's crying. What do I need to do to, to, to stop him crying? Uh, and it's it's been a it's been a heck of a journey uh, and it's been it's been a, a soul searching one also at the same time is as much oh. as I've put a lot of time into uh, connecting with him. It's also been um, in, in a sense, it's, it's been a mirror. He's been a very uh, real and uh, just really shown a lot of my, my flaws, uh, but also a lot of my strengths. Uh, and, uh, and it, it takes a lot to actually look and, and see that, that he's bringing out the best and also the worst sometimes in me and it's not his fault but it it just does that um and that's just that's how i've experienced it so far
1: oh do you know it's it's that's so interesting that you say that because i think we were just talking literally the other day about how kids so often force us to change mm. but like and help but in, in a way they force us to address stuff within us that we didn't really know was there yeah and, uh, we've got to make our mind up on a whole lot of stuff and then we also realize loads of stuff about ourselves. Like like you said there, I didn't realize I was this impatient. <laughs> yes. And like, of, of course, like you introduce a, a crying thing which doesn't stop crying constantly. Sure, most people are be- going to become impatient, but before having kids, I thought, oh, it'll be fine. Be easy. How bad could it be? Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really mad. <laughs> but but also, at the same time, like like you said, just uh, quite quite profound as well when you have kids of like that that mirror thing can be quite hard to deal with sometimes yeah. but also on the other side of it once you've dealt with that it's actually quite freeing and like oh oh wow I'm glad I've actually felt and dealt with that thing mm-hmm. yeah.
2: yeah for sure for sure it's, it's yeah I've I've I'm I'm early on into the this journey you guys are experts in my eyes uh I bow down to your your wisdom <laughs> uh but uh, it's yeah, I'm 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 still new to
1: this. I'm still yeah. trying I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh the thing is it changes every single week. I like, know at your stage it changes every day. Yeah. And then it's like every week, it, it continues changing. And it's like there's always a, a new challenge and a new thing that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The highs, the highs are high, aren't they? And the lows sometimes feel feel low. Yeah, because in in sometimes is
2: when he hits a low, it also hits us as a, as a couple. Uh, and, and we don't necessarily see it at that moment. Uh, but, uh, but there is times when, uh, when he does like, he's got bronchitis now, uh, broncholitis. i have, I'm messing this up. One of I don't those. know. Yeah. One of those. Uh, but at the same time is I'm starting to feel sick. Um, my wife is starting to feel sick. Also, I've got a camp coming up and it's just like, uh, Physically, he's feeling sick. I'm feeling sick. My wife's feeling sick. My mother-in-law's feeling sick, and it's 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 a it's a chain reaction. And uh, and a lot of the times is is when um, it 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 just happens like that. Sometimes I think, well, from my small experience so far.
0: <laughs> so you've just mentioned Kelly. You've got a camp coming up. You're going on. You're going camping with with the church that you're a part of, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Before we started recording, we discovered. That you are going to the same camp that Jason's going to.
2: Yes, we are. Come on. But
0: you are, you're a bit more wise. You're not taking your child with you.
1: <laughs> Jason, you're taking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it was one of those things where my wife was like, this would be a great idea. And I thought, ah, oh, no, it won't be. It'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah. um, but we, we've always done it together, we've always gone together and uh just fair play like my wife Emily she's putting the work she's mm. uh we did a, a test run in the garden camping and uh yeah it's 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 she's not she's not four months old though so she's you no know, she's toddling yeah. around she's she's getting there yeah. so it's not as uh not as crucial as taking a four month old but right. still I already regret the decision um <laughs> but in in this in the same sentence like I also am really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, She loves she loves music. She loves like any sort of live events. She loves going to church. And so like those things, mm. um, she's going to have an absolutely amazing time. Um, and so in a way, like the sleep deprivation is worth it. Yep. But had my uh, wife not been like all out, and she's like agreed, the whole week is she's just on baby duty. Wow. Um, and so like, it's not even like she could tag me in because I'm looking after like all the other youth. And so yeah. it's like, we're going in with this. This could go terribly, but it also yeah. could be quite good. And it's an experience. Oh, it will definitely be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> what? You what guys do you... get to hang out. I'm I a know. bit jealous. As we get to meet actually in person. That'd be great.
2: Yeah. And he's not that far away from me either. I mean, um, I'm in green area. So, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, making sure, uh, I'll make sure we uh, see each other. But, What's been what's something that you're most looking forward to, uh, and what's something you're also very terrified about uh, taking your uh, taking Noah to to the camp? Um,
0: That's a good question.
1: I, I'm really looking forward to just spending time mm. with her amongst what what I do because this is my job as well, um, and it's what I love. But I also love my family, and actually having those two things like intertwine is really rare, mm. and uh, not many people get to experience that. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that, actually just her being around more. Like, you know, when you're at work, you don't get to spend as much time with them. Um, and so that that I'm really looking forward to. Um, what I'm not looking forward to, if if she doesn't sleep well, then not only is she going to be having tantrums, I'm probably going to be having tantrums. Yeah. And my wife is going to feel like defeated. Like, you, you know, when after you've had a really rough night's sleep and then you've got to look after the child all day, yeah, that's tough and it's like the worst case scenario could be pretty bad Yeah, um, but we've got a backup plan and the backup plan is if it gets too much she's just going to go and drop Noah off at the in-laws <laughs> 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 and then come back So <laughs> that's an amazing option to have that's an amazing, how long is the drive? it's, it's about an hour and a half so it's okay. not, not, not too far at all um, right. and so uh, that, that is the backup plan but we've got to make it until at least Tuesday Okay. Which is almost, almost finished. Yeah. Uh, The childcare option is not available until at least then. Oh, so uh, I I mean, I would, I would take it if I were you, take it
0: whether or not. (laughs) I'm
1: like, like, don't even wait, just just make the the plan. Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) Well, make sure you send me a picture guys, take a selfie, ping it on over and let me know what I'm missing out on. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Probably sleep.
0: (laughs) So that's, Jace, you've just mentioned there that you've got the option to drop Noah off with family. Yeah. Kelly, something that I wanted to ask you about is, mm-hmm. obviously, I know you, we've known each other for a few years. I know that your family and Jess's family don't live in Swansea. They don't live nearby. Right. How have you found that aspect of things? Because for me, I think it was like day two or three, I was on the phone to my mom, like, mom, what do I do? Then mom's around the house within, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. How have you found not having that?
2: Um, in a sense, because I I grew up in a I have a very big family. Uh, so I'm one of six, uh, and then wow. my mom is is one of six, and each one of my my aunts and uncles have about eight kids, uh, six wow. to eight kids. So so I come from a very big family where literally family is everything, and everyone supports each other. So coming from that background, to then coming to a, a whole new country with nothing uh it's it's been a journey uh it's been it's been no breaks uh and there's nothing really that you could fall back to um so in a sense we've kind of had to make it our norm that that we've had to take care of uh, uh my son's name zephy uh zephaniah so um so it, it's been a norm that we've, we've constantly, uh, we've, life hasn't changed. Uh, we've, we've done our social life, and we have people over at our house every week. And we, we, we're constantly doing things. Uh, and we've, we've kind of had to make it normal, but it, it also sucks. Um, my, my mother-in-law is uh, an angel. Literally, she's amazing. Um, when, when we first, when Jess, uh when Zephy was born, uh, she came down for two weeks and, and stayed and cooked for us and cleaned for us. Wow. while We were trying to just adapt to parenting. Uh, and um, and then she came down every time there's a big event where I had to go for work. Uh, she would come down and, and help take care. Uh, so within those big aspects, um, there has been uh, a little bit of help. Uh, mm-hmm. But in the everyday life, uh, not being able to, not knowing what to do, uh, where we're both either uh, my wife is doing something uh meeting up with someone for work or or and i'm doing something else we one of us either has to take him and there's no real like support no real well we have the support there's no real place where we can feel like we can trust people yet um mm-hmm. with with zephy uh and and that's cha- changing um but it's it's still uh, very surreal um and and also just a very big learning curve for for the both of us um but I'm hoping that that changes soon, uh, where um we're hoping um, maybe in the next year um that my in laws will move down and family move down, uh, and that would also be that would be a massive help uh, and change our whole life. Uh, but until then, it's it's still down to the two of us.
0: Yeah, just making it like you say, making it the norm, I suppose, because you've never had that. You don't know what it's like to go without, if if that makes sense. Yeah. Have you found that kind of overwhelming at times? Have you have you had any moments where you think you know I can't deal with this? Because I've had those moments with family nearby.
2: Yeah. Oh, all the time. Um, once, twice a week, uh, and and I've had to be open uh, and be vulnerable with uh, with my wife. And I would because how our schedule works is um, so she's um, she's not working right now, but um, when. So I'd come home from work. She'd be watching him all day and be exhausted, and she wants a break. So I'd come home from work and then come home and watch him. Uh, and then uh, she, after her break, uh, then I'd go and cook dinner and or or vice versa. And there's just nonstop, like her doing something. I come home from work. I watch him. She's cooking. I, I cook. Uh, and it's taking turns. And there's no real break. Uh, there's no real space, no real room for us to actually – like, we haven't gone on a, a date. Uh, we've gone on one date on my birthday. And that's when we came up to Longington uh, and gave, my, uh, gave Zephy to, um, to my in-laws to watch. Uh, but we haven't had a date. Uh, the idea, uh, this, is, this is my thing. I'm looking forward to the most when my in-laws move down is I am looking forward to going to a movie and, and, wow. and not having to think about Zephy. Love, love him. Uh, but just, just watch a movie and enjoy it. Uh, eat popcorn have a drink that sounds so like (laughs) so plain and so uh, boring but i just that you can't take a a four-month-old
1: uh to a movie theater no yeah and and that's the thing it's like that was probably one of the biggest adjustments for us of just the relentlessness of it Mm -hmm. it is like it is amazing but it is just relentless yeah and like you're saying like there is just no break and like just to give you a bit of hope it does get you do get breaks <laughs> yeah. when you can eventually just put them down to sleep and leave them for like 12 hours. Oh, yeah. that is like, it's like I've got a new life again. yeah. Um, but like that thing for us was really hard and like just cause it's constant and you're constantly tag teaming with your spouse. Yeah. And it's like, you really have had to build up some like really good relational ground cause it gets tough. Even the best way oh, like gets really tough. And it's just like, you're not spending quality time with each other cause you're just surviving. Um, yeah. Just trying to get through uh, But it does, it, it gets easier um, yeah. From my experience anyway um, I'm, I if you <laughs> decide to have a second, I'm not sure But John, John, speak into that? I was but... just about to say, it gets easier than you think Let's have another one and then... <laughs> No
0: <Mm-mm>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've closed the door to that I was like, mm, that ain't gonna happen She's already been thinking about it Like two months after Zeffy was born She was like, oh,
1: I think I'd love to have a second I'm like, no no, that is that is not going to happen. <laughs> no. So we uh, we have this thing on the podcast where we talk about our daddy issues, mm-hmm. uh, not not our issues of our fathers, but issues <laughs> that we face as parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, may, it might be something like silly that just like grinds on us, or it could be like something quite big. Right. Have you got any daddy issues that you'd like to share? Uh, I do. So um, I would say, <laughs> out comes the list. <laughs>
2: A it's, it's, a, it's a long no. Uh, I would say the first time I I uh, um, when they they told us we could take him home, we brought him home and then he starts screaming uh, or he starts crying and all of this. Um, I know a lot of uh, a lot of moms, especially they say, "Oh, I loved him from the first moment." It took it took time for me, um, and I think a lot of people um, don't like talking about it uh, or even just sharing that but it took a lot. It took about two weeks, maybe to even just like, look at him being like, no, I knew he was my son. and I loved him. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it, it was hard to even like him, uh, at times. Um, and I think from, for the first, I would say week or two, mm-hmm. it was, it was really tough because you're still trying to get to know, uh, get to know him, his small quirks and what makes him happy or, or even just calm him down. Um, so I would say th- one of my first things first was uh it 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 wasn't uh it was love for me at, um instantly but it it also there was times where i didn't know uh there was times where I didn't like him <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 I didn't know how to handle that and I felt guilty at times like mm. i don't why why do I feel this way and why am I frustrated with my own kid uh and and not knowing how to handle that uh situation um but i think uh i noticed it was once i started knowing uh what needed why he was crying, the reasons behind it and and then it, it started changing things and and you get to know him because at that at that time from uh at the time is is you're you're trying to figure out why he's crying and that's how you get yeah. to know him yeah um and and i think it it, it took it took it took a month uh, for it to actually start settling in uh, after five weeks. Uh, praise God. He started like, he slept for eight hours uh, within wow. five weeks. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he's, now he's starting to do uh, uh, 10 to 12 hours. So oh. we've, we've, yeah, we're definitely really lucky. We know that it's, that isn't normal. Uh, Well, from <laughs> the friends that we do have here, that's, that is parents that, that isn't normal, but, uh, we're just, we're, we're, we're lucky, but uh, I would say something more freak, uh, more recent uh, would be the broncholitis. Mm. I, I still feel like I'm saying it wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we um, know, we know you've got two people in your church that can tell you <laughs> how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Uh, so yeah,
2: I think um, with him having uh, this, this lung infection, it's having the Having to clean up uh, projectile va- uh, vomit, and and it comes uh, like a a gun, and and it just goes everywhere, sprays everywhere, uh, and as much as you try to hold it in, and and it's it's been a journey right now, with knowing how to treat him, uh, how to soothe him, and he's he's not happy, uh, he's not his normal self, and I think right now I'm just trying to trying to take my day off, but also knowing that it's not really a day off Um, and, and knowing how to, um, and my, my mother-in-law is here now and she hasn't seen him in like two months. And the very first day she came and saw him, he started getting sick. Uh, So it's almost like you want to show the best side of, of, uh, of, of their grandchild, uh, but not really seeing that. Um, So yeah, it's a bit of a a journey. Uh, That's something that I've, I've been, my issues right now with the not issues
1: but um struggles oh, it's it's t- totally related. it's not it's, it's not even the first time that we've had um the love at first sight thing that's actually been quite a common thing that mm. when i speak to new parents it's the one of the biggest misconceptions that a lot of people have yeah. and uh, I, me and jordan even have very different experiences in that um like i absolutely loved her but it was just protection it, yeah and I, I like to refer to babies until they can like interact with you as potatoes because it's like <laughs> you've got this you've got this potato that, that's really delicate and you have to look after yeah. but there was no like connection on a any other level than i my job is to protect you mm. whereas it for me it, it took a long time to get into that um, but even just like what you were saying like with uh like when they're ill um like so our daughter's been ha- had various stuff like mm. over the two years. Like we've been in in a hospital quite a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I really related with mm. is not only catching their illnesses off them, but like the the toll that takes on like your your mental state as well. Because mm. obviously, like if it's it's within us that it's like our job to protect them and look after them, and when we can't do that, like they they have to recover from their illness, and then it's almost then you can begin to recover from the toll that it's taken on you yeah so like we'll know if if noah goes into hospital even like just an a and e trip or something something small now it will take us another week before we can actually just get back to where we were Mm -hmm. because all all the stress all the stuff that comes up and it's like we've got our for the rest of that week we know that we're going to be battling and it's like we've now recognized that and like so much just take the pedals off and like we're so much easier on ourselves um and, and like you my day off is looking after my daughter yeah um, and like that has that has got so much better as she's got older mm-hmm. um and like now I, I really love it like we'll just go to like soft play or something even though i hate soft plays <laughs> <laughs> but that that time become so precious yeah. um but learning that balance of trying to find rest and like trying to recover for yourself as a parent that's so difficult um yeah and like not many people like teach you how to do that I suppose it's so difficult with like different jobs and all that sort of stuff. Um, But yeah, I mean, definitely I sympathize with a lot of, uh, a lot of your daddy issues.
0: Yeah. For me, it's when you, you make the meal, you pass something on. Oh, Uh, that's, that is just pure guilt. Like if I get a cold, I'll try to avoid holding the kids and you just can't not hold them. Like you've got to help out and you've got to do stuff. Yeah. And then they get, they get the cold and I just feel so bad if I've passed it on. Yeah. Even though it's only something little like a cold, it's fine after a week. But, uh,
1: I, just... but I, I have those questions even, even if I wasn't ill and then they get ill. I'm like, what did I do to like cause this? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what have I done to, to make, them, make them ill?
0: And like, the guilt is there, like, regardless. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? How quickly you get used to having sick on you. Like for me, I was never good with sick ever. Like I couldn't look at it. I couldn't smell it. I would be sick myself. And then all of a sudden, like we were at a party, a kid's party recently, a few months ago now, and one of the kids was going to be sick and I just put my hand out. It wasn't my kid. And I just put my hand out and caught it because they were in the ball pit. And it was just like reflex muscle memory. Just, and I was just, I was just so comfortable with it. And one of the other dads just went, what a dad. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I, I was just I thinking i am
0: too comfortable
1: i don't think that's now. i don't think that's a universal
0: thing there <laughs> <laughs> no no i didn't even think about it the hand just came out and then it landed in my hand and i thought that's someone else's child but honestly sure. what
1: what what a man that was a great move not a move that i would do no 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 i, I admire as, you from yeah. afar well
0: I, I admire my past self <laughs> if i had time to think about it i don't think i'd have done it but it's as soon as it
1: becomes like non-milky sick i'm out
0: solids uh. change the game yeah yeah no yeah, yeah you've got that to look forward to kelly once they start eating solids everything changes the fluids change the smells change the textures uh. change
1: uh,
2: uh yeah his his farts kit yeah his farts stink <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> It is, but it, it's funny is I I would fart in the car and then I'd blame him and just would not know a difference.
1: <laughs> That's brilliant.
2: I do not know how that is genetically possible, but it works. He's my <laughs>
0: scapegoat. <laughs> so were were things quite smooth in terms of having him and delivery and all that kind of stuff, Ye, Yeah.
2: Um so she was uh she was Having labor she was in labor for actually not long uh but they didn't think um they she was crying uh what, um, how do I put it she was having a hard time uh waiting uh because she had had maybe one or two uh she was dilated two centimeters uh so um so they they didn't say anything and and she she was in pain like excruciating and uh and one of the nurses came up to her she was like oh well some some women just handle pain differently uh and uh didn't give anything nothing uh so she had to like tough it out uh and then uh, i had to leave and then within as soon as i got home from the hospital and i live about 20 minutes away as soon as i got home from the hospital um maybe about 40 minutes later uh so altogether an hour after i left uh, the the nurse calls and said that she's seven uh, seven centimeters dilated, <laughs> and ready back. to go. Yeah, and uh, it had been, but I was at the hospital for about four hours, and they didn't give her anything, and she was just sitting there, uh, and they didn't tend to her. Uh, but thank God, I left. By the time I got there, she was already starting to push, and and wow. um, and and she had 15 minutes of pushing, and that was it. Wow. So she had like really really easy. Uh, can't really. Uh, she can't complain either, but she didn't have any pain meds, uh, nothing. So it was all natural uh, and gas and air was, was the best friend. So I was actually Hi talking, to, yeah, I was talking <laughs> to a friend of mine. I was talking to a friend of mine. So he he was saying that like while his wife was giving birth, he was taking the gas in air. <laughs> I was like, why didn't I think of that?
0: I remember um, the nurse left and the first thing I did was grabbed it. And then there was one point where my wife just had a, um, a head on the bed and she was holding the gas and air here. And right. I just came over <laughs> and, <No. laughs> and she was going, not now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was one of my worst fears. You know, I was, um, we were in the hospital and I had a really blocked nose. Oh,
1: and I said, okay. I'm just
0: going to go to the pharmacy because the, the room was quite warm and stuffy. And I just couldn't breathe. So I'm just going to nip to the pharmacy and, and buy some nasal spray. And this was first time around there was no sign of the baby coming. I was gone about five minutes and I was thinking, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> so I don't know how you felt when you were, you know, just got home and then the phone rings. Did, yes. Did your heart sink?
2: Yes. I was, uh, I was running. Uh, I literally had one shoe on and then had the other shoe in my hand running out the door. I don't even know if I locked my house, uh, honestly, <laughs> uh, but I was, I was out the door. I have a funny story actually. So, um, so after Jess gives birth with the uh, Zephy, uh, so obviously they're sewing her up and all that, and then all of a sudden uh, the doctors leave and she's still exposed. Uh, and then um, all of a sudden this this lady walks in and and is like, "Oh, how you how you doing? How you feeling?" And like general like doctor questions and stuff. And we thought she was she was one of the doctors. Uh, and then all of a sudden she started asking like deeper questions, like, "Oh, how's Zeffy doing? And um, is he okay? And uh, um, what's going on? Are you guys?" Uh, uh, when are you guys leaving to go out and and like questions that doctors don't normally ask. I found out that this is one of my youth's parents walks in oh. <laughs> walks in <laughs> on my wife w- spread wide open oh. after giving birth to a kid five minutes earlier and having an open conversation. Literally, I've never looked at that woman the same again. And I see her every
1: week. She drops her three kids off and I've never looked at her the same. <laughs>
0: Oh my word! How did she get in? It was, she she's a she's a doctor there, ah, oh. uh, anesthesiologist, and she just waltzed on in.
2: She, yeah, she just walked in. She heard my accent. Uh, she she heard she heard me. Uh, I wasn't screaming. Uh, I was <laughs> talking loud. Uh, and uh, yeah, she she heard me. So she she walked in, popped her head in for the first time, and then went back, and then came back like thirty seconds later, and then open conversation yeah
1: wow oh, how wow. awkward is that
2: that is oh my wife was mortified she was yeah she was not happy but it's, it's it was fine she, she didn't make it awkward or anything like that but yeah it was it was very uh, a heck of a experience
1: wow <laughs> i can imagine, got any plans on sunday <laughs> <laughs> the past the weekend
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she yeah it was oh. it was surreal so kelly you just mentioned there about um jesse's birth being pretty straightforward but yep. again i know a bit of your backstory and i know that it wasn't your first pregnancy you've had a, uh, a failed pregnancy and miscarriage previously mm-hmm. how did that affect you guys kind of on an individual basis as a couple and then what was kind of your thought process with with trying again i know i've thrown a lot of questions at you there yeah but how did how was that experience
2: um it was terrifying it was uh probably some of the worst um i think for myself was emotional and mental um pain uh, For my wife was was, was physical because mm. um when when we had the miscarriage uh she um the she didn't everything didn't come out at one time, and uh, she had to go back in a couple months later. And she was sick for a couple months, uh, and and she had a lot of uh, health issues going because of that, uh, because of the toxins that was in her body, and um, and and she had a really really tough time uh, physically, uh, and that also took a toll on 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 us mentally, uh, on just uh, because we found out when. When our first, uh, when we when we first got pregnant, uh, his name, we uh, was gonna name him Zedekiah. Um, and uh, when Z was, um, when we found out that we were pregnant with Z, um, it was Christmas time, and there was a lot going on. There's a lot of a lot of my friends getting pregnant, and just a lot of joy. And one of my best friends, um, uh, he he got pregnant two months. They got pregnant two months before we found out. And and there was a lot of milestones that was happening, and and we were mentally creating milestones for for our family and and moving forward. And what had happened was it just when we found out what they had the had the misc uh, the way we lost the baby, um, it just shattered everything. Uh, it took I would say it took a solid maybe eight months, nine months uh, to even think about another baby um and the hardest part for me and and I know this is a lot of what I'm sharing is is very vulnerable for my wife um but um a lot of a lot of things was uh my wife took made that hurt like she almost took that what had happened on as her own uh when she so when when we lost the baby she was she was blaming herself as like oh my body did this why did the, why did my why did why did, why can't I produce a baby And uh, why, why is, what is wrong with me? And uh, can I ever produce or can I ever do anything um, to, to be fertile? And, and it took, it took a a long time uh, to, to unwind all of those lies to, to even just try not to fix um, when, when all those, when, when things like that was happening was trying not to fix her. Uh, there was nothing wrong with her. It was that's if anything that was that should be natural, to um, not to that extent, but to question, um, and um, because she needed to grieve, she needed to go through her process, and and it it is only an issue when she stays there, but she needed to process and she needed to go through a lot of these things, um, and it was it was a long journey uh, seeing my my best friend uh, have his son. Um and and then having to celebrate them, but then also grieve because we built milestones together as 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 best friends and it was it was a a hard process, a hard learning curve. Um and then and then right when we thought that we could even talk about it, um, then found out that she, she was pregnant again with, with Zephaniah. And um and it's been even after she get, uh, we found out she was pregnant. Um, the anxiety, the fear of losing, losing this one, um, and it wasn't. I think, especially in the beginning, it wasn't. If it was, it was a uh, mental thing of when, when am I gonna lose this baby? And it's it. It was, <clears throat> it was a constant thing, a, a constant battle that we had to just go through and go over. And um, the physical. Uh, and, and Jess had probably one of the worst uh, pregnancies out of all of the friends. We did an antenatal class and there's other like six other couples and she had the worst. Um, she couldn't walk. She had to quit her job early on. Um, she could barely eat. She was in the hospital. Um, most of her first trimester, uh, she was, she was in the hospital in and out and she had to stay there for a week. And she almost, she almost died personally. Yeah. Um, as a person and then when the second trimester came that's when I moved moved here and the very same week that I came here uh, all of a sudden it was like she turned a page and there was she could start walking she could do things her her own like ba- basic things um, and uh, and then we had to pack pack everything when she was uh, almost a couple of weeks before that she almost died uh, so then to repack everything and move to Wales um, was the whole process. But yeah, um, the, the whole miscarriage, uh, it took, it took a long time, even after uh, we were pregnant with the second, um, with Zephaniah, uh, it, it, it took a long time to, um, I would say probably the start of the second trimester was, that was when she could actually hope that, mm. um, that he we would keep and he would stay alive and, any small thing uh, that would happen, we'd have to go and check because she was, um, and fair enough. uh, We are very worried. Mm. So, yeah. So that was a, a whole. Yeah. Journey.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm really sorry that you had to go through that and and thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. and, and being so open on that front. How, how did you feel from a guy's perspective did you feel kind of supported? Were you kind of just left to it whilst attention was on Jess? How how did it look from, from your point of view? Um, I think for myself personally,
2: if anything, I probably suppressed a lot of my emotion to make sure that I was there for her. Mm. Uh, because she was going through it physically, not just emotionally. Uh, and because I couldn't do anything about it, uh, I tried to make sure that I was there for her and i didn't realize that by me not sharing how i'm actually feeling i'm not helping i'm not being part of the process uh and it wasn't till like uh we had a moment where it would months had gone on and i would try not to share how i was feeling because i didn't want to discourage her but i didn't realize that by me sharing it was actually encouraging her because it didn't make her feel like she was alone yeah. um and uh it I would say, it, did I feel supported? Probably not. Uh, because I think initially, I had pushed all the support towards her, uh, that by the time i it came back to me to actually unwind all of the things and process through all of the things that I was suppressing, uh, I probably it took a long time um, and and just was patient. Um, but there was times when, I would need to have conversations with people outside um, because um, perspective was, was great for me at that moment. Um, just having talking to someone who's not in the situation, who's not um, seeing the everyday thing and, and just giving a little bit of perspective helped for myself. Um, and and I think uh, after it came to that point, um, there was only one person that I was t- turn, turning to and I was talking to my best friend about it and um, and yeah, it, it took a lot, um, but it's at the same time helped uh, draw us closer together because it allowed us to communicate openly towards each other and at mm-hmm. each other about where we're at without feeling like, but if I say this, if I say that, oh, I feel sad about Zeph, I mean, about Zedekiah, uh, the first, um, I, I didn't think that that would trigger her. Uh, and I had to al- allow myself to remember and and give myself space to openly communicate
1: mm, wow yeah. <clears throat> one one of my questions is I, I I can't imagine kind of going through that process, and then obviously the, the 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 thing which still racks my brain is that when this happens, the world just keeps going, yep. like you're still expected to work, you still expect life still goes on H- how was how did you how did you get through that? Because like for me, like we went through a, a when we went through a bad time with Noah, I we we quit everything, and like that mm-hmm. that was our option. How did you keep going? And I, I, like you said, it took a long time to process, and probably still is processing stuff now. But how, what kept you going?
2: Um. So oh, this sounds so depressing. Uh. So at that time, um, uh, my my dad had just found out that he had cancer. Wow. Uh, so my dad was also passing wow. away, uh, and, um, and right in the middle of, of throughout the whole process, when I started opening up, uh, maybe six months later, uh, after the whole situation happened, when I started opening up, my dad actually passed away. Wow. Uh, so then uh, having to process, uh, my, my old man dying and then on uh, going through all of this, um, I didn't have a choice. Uh, and I think. I own my own business, also at the same time, uh, and uh, and I had to go to work, and I had to go and make sure that that the bills were being paid, uh, that we had to um, Jess was coming back and forth from from England uh, to Hawaii, so I had to make sure that that a lot of th- a lot of our daily lives essentials were 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 taken care of. Um, I just didn't have an option. Um, I had to be I had to be strong, um, and there was times when. I didn't want to, uh, and allowed myself to not need to be, uh, at those times. Uh, but at the same time was, um, it, 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 it took a toll, um, in certain moments it, it took, it took a lot of breaking down and, and just allowing myself to weep, allow myself to cry, allow myself to doubt, uh, who God was. Um, there was a moment, uh, and there's a moment for me, um, when my dad passed away, uh, I looked uh, I went outside as soon as he passed away, uh, like literally minutes. I sat outside on my car and I looked at God, and I was like, I could easily believe that you were not good, and I could easily believe and walk away from my faith and and not care. And I've seen healings, I've seen countless things here and there, and and all these amazing things that God's done through my hands. But um, I could have easily just stayed uh, in in my in my hurt and in, in my disbelief that God is good. Um, but I chose that, that, no, he is, he is good. I chose to, to still step and, and, um, and coming to that crossroad made me really value my, my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just, it made me rooted deeper and made me also uh, confine, uh, not I uh, confide in my wife. Uh, and really just like, she's, at at that time, my dad was everything. Uh, I, I had grown a business with my dad. I had built company, uh, took care of our family together. We, we did everything together growing up from when I was 12 years old. And, um, and I didn't fully, and my wife knew, knows this too, I didn't fully uh, give her everything until my dad passed away. It was because I shared a lot of my heart with my, uh, when my wife was with, because of my dad. And, and that was at that moment around that time was when I fully like gave everything and, and like confided and, and talked, uh, actually opened up about everything with my wife.
0: Wow. wow. Yeah. <clears throat> That's profound. Mm-hmm. That's profound. And again, thank you for sharing that. And so how do you see now? So you've just mentioned your father and we've briefly discussed this on the podcast that, you know, we see a lot of, our dads in the way that we parent and the way that we interact do you see your father in yourself as, as you're a father now
2: yes and no um so my dad is is oh uh, my dad is an amazing uh he he, ha- he has um, eight grandkids he had seven uh, when he passed and what he was uh obviously as a parent to me uh was very different to who he was as a grandparent uh, um i grew up with him uh when i was 12 years old and moved to america uh to him and he put me straight to work um i tell people that i went to school but i didn't uh i had to tell them that uh but i so i have no education uh i have no uh nothing that qualifies me for anything that i'm doing now uh but um but he taught me how to work he taught me how to value money he, ta- he taught me how to build structures he taught me how to um, how to be a people person and how to treat people like family, uh, and, and value, uh, all that. And he, he taught me all of those amazing things. Um, uh, but he also had a, a very bad temper. Uh, my, my dad was a very, uh, short tempered person. Uh, when he loses his temper, he would just flip. Uh, and I took a lot of great things that he, he was as a person uh, and I also try to make sure that I stayed as far away from that temper uh, as possible because it it was it was it was bad. Um, so yeah, so yes and no i've I've tried to uh, be like him in in all his good good aspects.
0: Wow, oh, amazing. Goodness. So it sounds like you've been through it the last few years. Yeah, I mean, you know, jet into America and back and just doing the same. And then pregnancies and your father. And then we're at the point now where you've got Zephy. Yeah. Amazing. What a journey. Kelly, thank you so much for giving us your time. Again, thank you for your honesty and your transparency and and sharing um, a bit of your story. Before you leave, we would just like to ask you for one simple tip or one of your best bits of advice for new parents. What would that be? It's all normal. <laughs> so good. It's all normal. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> amazing, Kelly. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
1: What a, what an amazing interview. What a what a great guy as well.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed talking to Kelly. Just then, we we covered a lot of topics. And a lot of big issues that, like Kelly said, don't get talked about. And as, as fellas and as guys, and I know that the role of the man in the house has changed over the years and, um, it's a bit more 50, 50. And, but really we're genetically wired to just want to protect and provide Mm -hmm. for our families. So I completely get what he was saying there about holding stuff back it, you know, to protect his wife, um, but really, letting your wife know that you're in the same boat is really, really important.
1: So helpful. Um, so, yeah, just make sure you find someone to talk to. Um, you're probably not the only person to have ever gone through this. And uh, if you keep it inside, you'll always think that you are.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, please feel free to reach out to us. You can contact us on parentingtoolspod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Or, Jace, if you're on social media, how can people contact us? At parentingtoolspod on TikTok and Instagram amazing Jace enjoy camping
1: oh, do you know what I'm really looking forward to it but uh, I'm also looking forward to sharing my terrible stories on and the other side meeting Kelly yes that, that's going to be a highlight that? too that's really cool didn't know that I didn't know that it's going to be great cool well that's episode what's that episode 7 that's episode 7 episode 7 done see you next week
2: sweet I'm so tired, sweet, I'm so tired.